Are werewolves real? Where do they come from? And how do they get made? How do you stop a werewolf? And can you cure somebody without harming the host? Answers to all that and more coming up on this episode of Just Conversation. Warning. This program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes, and also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on the topics we discuss, so be sure to bring somebody nice and close to have some profound, fun, exciting, argumentative discussions with that will go places you didn't expect and somebody might get hurt, but it's mostly your fault for having problems with your emotions in the middle of a debate instead of just having a friendly discussion. Yeah. Yes. This is the new replacement to, like, movies. You don't take your date to a movie anymore. You listen to a podcast. Yeah, you take your date to a podcast. You turn on the... the you, well, you know, actually, that makes perfect sense. Because you can theoretically, right, right, right? So you got your date. Mm-hmm. And let's say, in the case of this show, your date is a person who likes weird things, I guess. So you're like, I got something weird for you. And then so you put, turn on the podcast and you're going to cook for your date. You guys can chop up the food and prep it and cook together while you listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful. That's, that's a exactly what you should do. That's a great date. You take them to the park, social distance from everyone else with your blanket, I guess, and <laughs> listen to the podcast. Yeah. I guess you could do that. Have a little boombox. Yeah. You could take us anywhere. Take us with you on your adventures. Yeah. In your commutes to nowhere. Yep. <laughs> if you are the seventh son of the seventh son, do you know what that makes you? No. What does it make me? The seventh son? No. A person with powers. Why? Because in some places, that's what they believe. In a lot of places, actually, for some reason, the seventh son of the seventh son is special. I don't know how that happened, but it happened. I guess because seven... I don't know why it wouldn't be the third seven, though, because that's even more lucky, right? But I guess, like, why wasn't it just the third son? Or the third son? Why wasn't it the first son? Because seven is lucky. But so is one. Not as lucky as seven. So is three. Not as lucky as seven. Then why would it matter to be the third seven? The third seven? Because I feel like that's the most luckiest seven when it comes to, like, gambling. (laughs) Like, you need, like three in a row to be lucky i don't know yeah but we made that up oh for gambling yes because there needs to be three things oh well i don't know then how they came up with two things though how people came up with two things but around the world there's these weird um things where the seventh of the seventh has i don't know special powers special powers if they were the seventh of the seventh or whatever does that make sense? The seventh of the seventh has special powers. Like in Italy, the seventh son of the seventh son has the power to communicate with snakes. 
<laughs> what? Yes, and they're immune to venom. I don't know how they've tested that out. So all the seventh sons are just capable of that ability. The seventh of the seventh. What does that mean? The seventh son of the seventh son. So yes. your seventh grandchild from the same kid. Yeah. That child is the special one, not any of the other ones. So your son reason. doesn't matter. Your seventh no. son doesn't matter. No. But if your son has seven kids, yes. his your seventh grandchild. So from you got yep. Ricky, you got Bobby, and Jessica. Uh huh. So Bobby is the fourth, the seventh son, right? Ricky and Jessica are like four and one. They don't matter. No, only Bobby matters. Not but Bobby. Really. But Bobby doesn't matter, but he matters because when he has seven sons, Bobby's seventh son, all the other six are garbage. That's toss away. Yes. That's like Japanese kids in the 50s with a Japanese daughter. They go in the trash. I thought that was Chinese. Was it Chinese? One of those Asian people. Okay. Yeah. With the seventh being just super special for some reason. Mm-hmm. Then you got to kill off the other six kids, though. Or throw them in the trash. Or throw them in the trash. Whatever. They don't matter. They're yeah. so unimportant. It doesn't matter how you deal with them. Yes. Just the seventh. Your seventh grandchildren by Bobby. The yes. seventh of your he children. He has superpowers. To talk to snakes. To talk to snakes. In, in Italy. Because around the world, it's different. You're, depending on where you live, your powers are s different. I don't know. There's special. In Europe and United States, the seventh son is... You're actually, the seventh son is special, too. Not just the seventh of the seventh. Both of them are special. The first one, your, your seventh son, is lu especially lucky. I don't know how especially lucky. Like, they have Domino's power. No, nobody has Domino's power. But they have. They have excessive luck. It's just, yes. like, they could still get shot and die. We don't know that. Okay, well, they have that type of power. They get either lucky or they have occult powers. And their son gets healing powers. And their son gets healing powers. I don't know which one I would want to be. I don't the seventh even. Or the seventh. Like, this is ridiculous anyways. But, like, <laughs> how did they decide? How did, what the fuck? Because <laughs> they've had seventh Where kids. does it come from? Where does it come from? Where does it come from? I don't know. I'm guessing from experience. The, the superstition came from experience? <laughs> yes. So where else would this come from? There has to be kids that are really born with these powers for them to be like, this definitely happens. There is a place where it does definitely happen, though. But it's not that type of powers. In, in Ireland, the seventh son of the seventh son is gifted to be a healer. And they have actual proof of people, supposedly, that have healed people. There's like a bunch of people, but I just know two of them, which is Danny Gallagher and Finbar Nolan. They're both touch healers, and they cured many different things. Danny cured um someone's sight, a woman who was blind. He actually supposedly, you know. How long ago are we talking? I think. Like beyond provable. Beyond provable? I don't think it was that long ago. They're dead now, but it wasn't, like, that long ago. Was it in the 1900s? I think maybe in the 90s. No, 70s, 60s? In the 60s. What, in the 1600s? 1960s. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, 1900s. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yes, yes. 
I thought you had 19 zeros. Okay, yes, but yeah. These are the most recent, I guess. Oh, seventh of a seventh that have powers, supposedly. And they get a bunch of thank you letters from um, the people that they cured that you can see on their sites. Um, Danny has letters from people that had that were crippled, anorexia, depression, a bunch of other things. These people, supposedly, he healed them and they sent messages to him to thank him. Like, a bunch of those things aren't impressive, but the crippled one is. The crippled one? Because if somebody's depression just leaves, they were never depressed. They were a bipolar. And they're just like, okay. Okay. But, like, if you couldn't walk, and then suddenly you could walk, well, fuck. Yeah. But what about that blind person? That's not amazing? That's amazing, too. That's pretty amazing. Actually, it's more amazing than the person that can't walk because the person that can't walk, it might be psychological. It's actually been proven many times. Uh, think of like uh, priest healers. Yeah. Uh, you remember when Darren Brown pretended to be a priest healer, convinced a bunch of people that he had the ability to make people recover. Yeah. And there was a person who was uh, near blind. And then he he did the whole little trick. And because of so much of it is psychological, the guy believed he could see better at that moment and even took his glasses off and was like astounded but like Darren Brown is just no I'm essentially brainwashing you same thing with the cripple he can force himself he just doesn't think he can because he's susceptible to the uh-huh. weaknesses of his body so Darren Brown does his little brainwash trick and the guy pushes the wheelchair out of the way and he's like oh my god I can walk but yeah it's a mind trick it's a mind trick then all of these examples could be mind tricks well if that woman was blind blind Mm, that is not I'm a mind not sure. trick. The cripple. That's eh, questionable. What degree of cripple do we mean? I don't know. It but it's be. like blindness kind of also. What degree of blindness exactly. do we mean? Exactly. We don't know that. But what about this other guy, the Nolan guy? Besides um healing people from asthma to cancer and ringworms and stuff like that, he also healed racehorses. <laughs> like how do you explain that one? I don't even understand what you mean. I don't know either. Like, I guess the racehorse was dealing with problems. Maybe it was a depressed horse and he healed it. Or maybe it was suffering from some type of pain and he healed it. And then it was like, yeah, I feel so much better. The maybe pain is gone. It's just a doctor. It's a doctor? Well, these people that are just touching people? They're healing by touching, though. No, no, no. The guy, the second one, not both of them. Oh, okay. The horse healer yes, just happened to be a comprehensive guy, and he didn't just touch the horse. Maybe he's just bullshitting. Maybe Uh, lies are involved here. Yes. Okay, they're like Psych, the detective. And then in Transylvania, the seventh son of the seventh son becomes a vampire. Okay, and how do they prove this one? I don't... They, that's, uh, I guess it's born not being able to stand the light. I don't know. Because, right, like, if it's born a vampire, does it have the same weaknesses that we think of as vampires? Are, so, if, if they're, <laughs> like, problematic towards light, are you sure they're not just albino or ginger? I don't know. Do they have a thirst for blood? Maybe instead of trying to bite the mom's boob, it just bites her neck or something. I don't, <laughs> it's... And in and in Latin America, the seventh son of the seventh son becomes cursed 
to be a werewolf. Ooh. I feel like a curse and uh, the vampire thing are incredibly easy to avoid. By not having a seventh. By not having a seventh. Like, these are avoidable problems. Maybe these countries are like, we don't want this many children. <laughs> we don't want people to have this many children, so we're going to have this. Interesting. Population control through fear. Yeah. While the others, they want, or during those times, maybe they wanted people to reproduce. So your seventh kid is the special one. Interesting, because if we think about it, a lot of stories exist intentionally to warn people and scare them out of things, particularly Shakespeare, for example. He's the type of guy who wrote stories to try to scare people out of doing things. Romeo and Juliet is to heed people from following uh, emotional involvement in relationships instead of doing something that's beneficial for all parties. Mm -hmm. These are warnings. So maybe this folklore, a lot of folklore is based on that. I mean, we just had um, Chris Rustic talk about these ghosts stories about like banana trees raping people yeah. when it's probably just stories to avoid telling a child people just like you were in the woods raping other people. Oh, yeah. So maybe the, the scenario here is to just scare people out of having so many children. You engrave these narratives into your culture ahead of time. Yeah. And thus you have a cap. On how many children a person could have. Ah, that's a great idea. What? Yes, I think so. But I think that werewolf thing is very interesting. And if werewolves were a thing, if there were a thing, please, I don't know if you know this, but back then when they thought witches were real and vampires were real, they also believed werewolves were a real threat too. And how would you be able to tell? When you're looking at a werewolf, when you're looking at a person who's secretly a werewolf. There are tells? Yes. Yes, there are. Yes, there's physical traits in their human form. Like when the eyebrows meet at the bridge of the nose, that weird, you know, the almost a unibrow, that's a sign. People with the unibrown are, yes. are, are well, well, that's werewolves. one of the traits. There's also the curved fingernails, if they have very long curvy nails interesting um a low set low set ears and a swinging stride which i guess they're just walking really like <laughs> like um wide i don't know like speed walking no i swinging think stride? they're just a lot of there's a rhythm to how they walk oh okay <laughs> yes oh also if you cut their flesh you should be able to see fur in their wound. I don't know if you like know that. underneath the skin? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and also, <laughs> there should be, there might be bristles under their tongue. What the fuck? Like little prickly things? Yeah. Like sh they should have a prickly under tongue. <laughs> oh, and if you're seeing the wolf form, this is how you can tell that wolf is a werewolf and not a wolf. Is that it has no tail for some reason. The wolf that has no tail is probably a werewolf. Because werewolves don't have a tail. Yes. Why? I don't know, because their human form doesn't have a tail. But their human form also doesn't have fur. <laughs> yeah. Or paws. Hmm. Or a snout. But these things transform into that. They don't have anything to transform into the tail, I guess. The tailbone. <laughs> ah. Well, I doubt these people knew that there was there a tailbone back then. I don't know. Also, the wolf, the werewolf, 
is larger. Of course, we know that, I think, right? Larger wolf is probably a werewolf. And it has human eyes and a voice. Well, it has a... The wolf. <sighs> if you see a wolf with human eyes. I'm not even <laughs> concerned about the eyes. Whatever. The like, voice? some dogs have weird eyes. Like, how do you know it has a human voice? You're just engaging in a conversation. You're like, it's this sounds voice. like a person. A voice. It doesn't need to be human, I think. It could be a demonic voice, probably. I'm pretty sure that's what I imagine. And this wolf I'm talking to, it sounds like it might be a person. If it has Wolves a responding to me usually don't sound like a human. Yeah, if they're talking to you, then it's probably a werewolf. If it's talking to you. <laughs> like, if it's talking to you, unless there's wolves that have learned how to talk, too. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, oh, also, when the wolf is running, and it's running on three legs... Because the fourth one is stretched out to pretend to be the tail. That's how you know that's a werewolf. What? It's running with three legs while the fourth leg is pretending to be the tail. From like a back leg? Yeah, one of its back legs is just up. One of its hind pretending legs. Pretending to be a tail. Because it's like, you. I know you know werewolves have tails, so I'm going to pretend to have a tail. <laughs> Yes. I don't know, because then I feel like it's still obvious. Yeah, like it's a <laughs> thick fucking tail. <laughs> yes. And then after they return to their human forms, they become very weak and have a very painful nervous depression. Depression? Yes. And that's all you know. Those are the signs. What do you mean by nervous depression? I don't know. Like, um, they look like they're an addict that's stopped taking drugs. So they're fiend out. <laughs> yes. But they're craving blood, maybe. Or what do werewolves crave? Human hearts. Human hearts. <laughs> they're craving human hearts. If your friend is craving human hearts, he's probably a werewolf. And there are many ways to become a werewolf. Did you know that? Did you? So you get bitten by a werewolf. A witch turns you into like a voodoo priestess or some shit turns you into a werewolf. Um, you get bitten by a werewolf, you you drink the blood of a werewolf. I don't know, is it like a vampire? That's I think that is one of the things. If you drink water that was in the footprints of a werewolf or some weird thing like that, then you become a werewolf. I think it's something like that. But um removing your clothes and putting on a belt made of wolf skin will turn you into a werewolf you should try that who knows why would that work why would that i don't know but in ancient times that's what they were doing that's, that's like one of the original werewolves where people just getting naked and putting on wolf skin and they became wolves maybe they just mean you get the cosplay as a werewolf <laughs> they were cosplaying as werewolves i don't know <laughs> Rubbing yourself with a magic salve. With a what? Salve? What the fuck is a salve? Remindment. Okay, so you take some type of magic potion. You rub it on yourself and you become woof. I don't know where you find that though. Drinking rainwater out of the footprints of a wolf, like I said earlier. Yes. That's a weird one though. So Who's... it doesn't have to be a werewolf's footprint. It's just a wolf's footprint. You drink the water out of it. Who's out in the woods wandering, being like, man, can I find a werewolf's footprint so I could become a werewolf? It could just be a wolf, wolf though. Oh, maybe it's by accident. Like, you're like, I'm so thirsty. 
And for some reason, the only spot that has a little bit of water left is a footprint. And you're like, I'm going to drink that water. This makes me wonder how many people were lost in the woods, drank still water, and like died shortly after in the past before we knew about germs. Because germs are a recent idea. Mm-hmm. But we like people knew they needed water. Yes. So how long back are people just drinking still water and dying? And not knowing, like, why'd he die? Probably not that long ago. <laughs> yeah, like, right? People just <laughs> dropping left and right. Well, we're going to the woods. Like, yeah, there's river water, but I don't have anything to catch it with. While there's still water, that's already in one spot. Let me drink some of that. Boom, dies later, and they're like, what happened? Yeah, until they learn to cook the water, maybe? That eventually becomes a thing, right? Yeah, you can cook that still water. Still... Yeah. I wonder if that water will turn you into a wolf, if it happens to be rainwater from who's drinking all this rainwater but yes that's the only way you can get water yeah back then if you're not next to a river i guess is it illegal i think it's illegal to catch rainwater right now what yeah because they want you to pay for water even if it comes from the sky rainwater rainwater i think it's illegal to catch rainwater like here or in the world or not in the world Okay, there's some places, it looks like. Yeah, man, that's weird, right? Rainwater harvesting laws. Oh my gosh, there's some states with rainwatering harvesting. No, it doesn't say that it's illegal or not, right? Wait, maybe this map? Legality. So only in these little states, these states, it's restricted. Yeah, so you get potentially fined, depending on the circumstance. Okay, so six random states. You should, if you're living, you should Google what state you're in and see if you can catch rainwater or not. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know that. Seven. Seven? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seven states where it's illegal. What? Yeah, I don't know why I know that, what? but I do. How do you know that? I don't know. Have you gathered some rainwater before? You were just making sure that it was legal? No, I don't I don't know how I know things. You're <laughs> asking that is questions. Such a strange thing to know. <laughs> I don't know how I know things. I have wow. information and it is somewhere in there. There's a lot of it. What is it? I don't know. When the moment comes, we'll find out what information I have. But do you have any idea why? Oh, you said because Because um, they want to tax it. They want but also in some places in the world, it's legal, and it's because uh, people don't know how to collect rainwater. You okay. could have tainted rainwater. Like if the pollution's really bad or something? No, if you leave your water uncovered motion. Like, how's the water getting in? Is the thing that is collecting the water clean as the water collects? Is the water that's collected not catching anything else through that same passageway? Oh. That's then staying in the water and festering and like yeah. stewing in there. So it might be illegal for some health problems. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Okay. You could get sick off of rainwater. Oh, okay. What? Like you can't just grab some random piece of metal and decide, yeah, this will roll down nicely and then it'll land in this container over here that I found over there. And it's like, yeah, you can die. Oh, oh that's. That sounds like a fun activity. Now that's you ruined it. <laughs> hey. How are we going to turn into werewolves? We can't. I mean, I guess that's not. That's a whole different problem. Yeah, you just wait until you find the footprints of a wolf 
and you go and drink the water that collected it. And that's real specific. Yeah. You got to wait until it rains yes. then go hunt down a tribe of like wolves, a pack of wolves. Or you find a footprint, you somehow like store it, put something over it so it doesn't mess up and then you take out the covering when it's raining. Fair enough. You know, like... But um, how is it going to have an indent if it wasn't already raining? Oh. Like, it's not... Mm. How heavy is the fucking wolf you're yeah. talking about? I don't know. The most obese wolf that's <laughs> just walking on normal dirt leaves an indent? Yes. That... I guess you'd have to find it. You first fat in your wolf. I don't know. That's so weird. It's okay. real easy. In the new current day age, all you do is catch a wolf. Put a tracker on the wolf. Wait until it rains, then follow the wolf into dirt. Then the wolf will leave a track. Then you just wait at that track for water to collect. Then you collect the water that collected inside the print. Then you drink the water. Boom, wolf powers. Or death. Or death because still water coming from the dirt. Yes, but go test that out. You know, if you want to be a... If you want to be a werewolf, be sure to drink nice still water. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a funny one. On a certain Wednesday or Friday, sleep outside on a summer night with the full moon shining directly on your face. And that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You wait for a full moon. You go outside on a summer night on a Wednesday or a Friday. I don't know which one. Because what if it's one or the other? I'm not sure. Like, you try both days. Whenever there's a full moon on one of those two days. Yes. Go try it out. And you have to have that moon in your face somehow. How particularly weird that days of the week we made up. Yes. Would somehow. Relate to. Be congruent somehow to natural things so some idea we came up with affects when we can become like the moon okay maybe the moon is releasing some sort of energy that happened naturally Mm -hmm. the werewolvery happened naturally but we chose names for the days and we divided the days based on 24 hours yep like we could have decided (laughs) there is straight 30 days and there are no weeks in between that could have just been what we did Mm -hmm. every full moon is one month Without question. Like, we could have just chosen that. Yeah. We but could have. somehow, the fact that we came up with Wednesdays and Fridays has affected the curve of nature. Yes. And uh, <gasps> Fridays and Wednesdays, for whatever reason, mm-hmm. are now part of nature's decision to turn people to wolves. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. That sounds legit. It does. <laughs> no, I don't know. But I think that's my favorite way of becoming a werewolf. But there are still, I think, like, maybe a few more. Like, what you're telling me is that, basically, werewolves and the moon, or people who aren't werewolves and their moon, are basically like Goku when he has his tail, and he gets exposed to the moon, and now he becomes a great ape or whatever the fuck. So the same idea here applies, like, you're just outside with the moon on your face, and it's like, oops, now you're a werewolf. Yep. We all could turn into a werewolf without even expecting it. We were just, like, what just, if we fell asleep we and we didn't asleep. know it was a full moon <laughs> yeah. this day? Yeah, and then boom, you're a werewolf. Now you gotta go murder. 
Also, people who have a craving for human flesh usually, I guess, make an alliance with Satan so that they could control their need to eat people. And then he gives them that one night to eat people. So once a year? Once a year. Once a month. Oh, once a month. You know, on a full moon. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. That was totally not specified. Oh, once a month. You get to have that freedom after you've made a pact with the devil so that you can control your hunger for humans. Okay. And he just said, when the moon is full, you're fucked. Yeah. Yep. Because you're already a cannibal, but you don't, you can't control your cannibalism. But you're not a cannibal. You're a werewolf. Yeah. So that makes it better somehow, I guess. I mean, you feel better that you're a wolf. Or maybe you're doing it because that makes it easier to eat the human flesh that you're craving. I'm not sure. It could also be a divine punishment. There's a Greek story about a king who was turned into a wolf after he tried to trick Zeus into eating his sons. I guess he like he was going to serve his children as food or he killed them and then, you know, serve them like as a gift to the god. But it, Zeus did not like that. I feel like that story is focusing on the wrong parts. Rather than, hey, this is an origin story of how wolves were made. Let's let's turn around and just think of the fact that there is Greek mythology just about a random serial killer who offed his children and cooked them for Zeus. Yep. And we're like, but this is a story about how werewolves came to be. And it's like, maybe this is the story of the first serial killer or the first fucking psychopath. Yeah. Well, there's many different versions of the story. So maybe in some he doesn't even kill his kids. But that's this is just one version of it. But I think in all of them, he does turn into a wolf as a punishment. So that's why that's important. And those who are excommunicated by the Roman Catholic Church become werewolves. Did you know that? How do we do that? If you I turn feel like that's easy. on the Roman Catholic Church. Yeah, and they excommunicate you. Boom, you're a werewolf. I think that was just a, a tale they told back then. Again, a fear tale. Yeah. So you'll turn, we'll turn you into a wolf. We'll curse you. So you you have to be loyal to us. Otherwise, you'll become a werewolf. Yes. But in there seems to be some stories where these saints actually really believe that there were werewolves. Like, truly. They've, I guess, heard things or seen things that are like, there's definitely werewolves out there. Why do you think? Um, let's see. Okay, here's um one example of of a Christian, um, I think he was a saint, Augustine of Hippo. He said, it's very generally believed that by certain witches' spells, men may be turned into wolves. So it's religion, essentially. They're really just thinking religiously the same way Jesus made miracles. Like, witches can make wolves. Werewolves. Yes, yes. Also, Christian saints and angels can turn people into werewolves. Why would they do that? I don't know, but you know, our, you remember St. Patrick? Right. 
our favorite saint so far? The one that stood on that rock and was like, God, you better do these things for me. Yeah, he like strong, <laughs> strong-armed God. Yeah, he transformed the Welsh king into a wolf. But why? But why? I, I mean, I get why he would do it. <laughs> the rest of the saints I don't get. But at this point, I'll believe St. Patrick does whatever he wants, whenever he wants. That guy stood up to God and was like, bro. You do it, or you're in trouble. And God was like, yeah, I'll do what you want. And I don't know why, but like maybe he knows God's weakness. <laughs> yes. And God knows he knows God's weakness. Mm -hmm. And so this guy is just excused. I believe St. Patrick turned somebody into a werewolf. I think St. Patrick might have invented vampires. St. Patrick might be the most evil anything ever, and he just does what... He killed Jesus. He doesn't care. <laughs> what? He just does yes. whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and nobody's stopping He's him. He's a rebel saint. Yeah. Why would the other saints... I'm not sure, because I don't know. Like, the another saint cursed an Irish family to be wolves for seven years. I don't know why, but he did it. If Maybe. if they're bad, I get it. Like, you're punishing bad people. Yes. But then it's like, you're also punishing innocent people because this bad person that needs to go eat unrelated people. Yes. But um, there's other stories where people who turn into wolves, if they want to turn back human, they have to not eat people during that time. Yeah, great. That's totally dandy and whatnot. <laughs> but like... What if they don't have that level of control? Well, then they got to They just made people miserable because they're dying because of werewolves that the good guy made. <laughs> yeah. Saint guy who made the lady not blind anymore? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he made the werewolf that killed that lady who was not blind anymore. Yeah. She died <laughs> the next day. From a werewolf? Because the werewolf that he also made mm -hmm. killed her. Yeah, from so the... she got to see for like six hours. Yes, you cure someone, you kill someone. It's an equal trade. Doesn't feel equal. <laughs> it's like, hey, I can see now. Also, I'm dead now. Yes. Oh, and in Russia, in Russia, man, Russia, in Russia, men become werewolves as the as punishment from the devil. Why is the devil punishing Russians? <laughs> I don't know. Because that's their, his least favorite people? I don't know. It sounds more like bullying. <laughs> yes. He's yes. like, fuck, he's racist. Fuck the Russians. Yeah. But there is this werewolf war going on. I don't know about if you know about this, but there was a 80-year-old man named Theus in 1692 in Livonia said that him... And a bunch of other werewolves were working for God to fight the devil. So the werewolves aren't fighting one another. No. They're in a war with the devil. With, yep. They're the hounds of God, he called them. And they're warriors who went down into hell to do battle with the witches and demons. What are the witches doing in the hell? I don't know, but they're there and they're, these werewolves are fighting them. I can understand how witches would go to hell. They they fuck with nature. So they go to... Oh, I was thinking like regular witches that are still alive just walked into hell like these werewolves or something. I mean, the werewolves walked into hell. Yeah. And if we're thinking of 
the interpretation of witches, which is like Satan worshiping fucking, like, yeah, they'd go chill down there. That's probably their hangout. Their bars are down there. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, they're fighting with them and demons, of course. And they do that to protect the farms from the demons and devil. Because the devil, I guess, wants the local crops. So they're protecting them. Why don't they just grow crops for the devil? Have him on their side. What, the farmers? Yeah. Because then the church will turn them into werewolves. The, get the devil to attack the churches. But they're fighting against the devil. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. The devil just feels like he's hungry. He's just hungry. Well, why does he have farms in hell? Because it's hell. How would he grow anything? That's true. I don't know. But why does he need food? I don't know. I guess in this version, he's not an angel. He's just a person, maybe. A witch himself, maybe. I don't know. And he says when the when werewolves die, their souls are welcomed into heaven as a reward for fighting the great fight. But, like, all the lives you took while you were on Earth, that's cool. That's forgiven. Well, they're not killing anyone on Earth, he's saying. He's saying they're just going into hell to murder. Interesting. So there's different kinds of werewolves. Yeah. This is a whole different werewolf thing. And he... And sadly, he was punished for this because it was a trial, and I don't know why he was on trial, but he said all this and was sentenced 10 lashings for superstitious beliefs. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to steal the crops, and he was explaining why. <laughs> like, this was the story he came up with. Of, like, no, I'm not stealing these crops from me. I'm protecting the crops from the devil because I'm a werewolf. I mean, to explain some shit in those days, that makes sense. Right now, a criminal will be like, no, somebody else who looks identical to me did it. Yeah. Now, back then, they could just be like, the devil took your crops. I saw it with my own two eyes. Yeah, I just happened to have you here because I'm bringing it back after defeating the devil. What? And, um, of course, because there's a bunch of different beliefs of werewolves there's also a bunch of different remedies of curing the werewolfness you don't have to live like which a werewolf just like forever. drinking werewolf blood can turn you into a werewolf drinking werewolf blood can cure you from being a werewolf on top what? of the fact <laughs> that if you cut the head off of the werewolf who bit you you become not a werewolf anymore i don't understand the blood one though the blood one you said if you drink the blood oh yeah you, you drink it's, one their blood is a cure like in it, there's a opposite belief not for the same thing oh okay. i'm saying opposite <laughs> okay to okay. the people who believe yes. that if you drink the blood you become one there are people who there are people who believe if you drink the blood that's the only way to unbecome a werewolf what? after you've been a werewolf okay but there's also you kill the one who made you a werewolf and yeah. for whatever reason now you're no longer a werewolf in some cases it only works if you cut their head off so them being dead is not enough just decapitate them and that will for whatever reason be the reason you're no longer a werewolf what yeah but i feel like those are the same things for vampires are they not sounds about right <laughs> okay asian greeks and romans think that exhaustion was the cure like just running I guess, would exhaust you and then you would be too tired to become a werewolf. So that's not a cure, that's more of a remedy. Yeah. Because you're just fighting off becoming a werewolf continuously. 
Yeah, that's anytime it's a full moon, you just dart as yes. far as you can. Yeah, that that makes sense, right? I think maybe. Which might explain a shit ton of people running through the woods because it's the only open spaces. Yeah. Thus further pushing the idea of werewolves in the first place because people are like, fuck, I'm a werewolf, but I'm going to never turn. So I'm going to just run through the woods. But like 50 other motherfuckers had that same idea. So they're also running through the woods <laughs> and you just see hella people running through the woods. But people from outside the woods just see humans dashing full speed through the woods. Did I just see a werewolf? And there you go. And there you go. I guess. And that's actually pretty awesome compared to the other ways to cure. That remedy is probably the best one. Because there's also um, the way they did it in medieval Europe. There are three methods. There's the medicinal one, which is, I guess, fine. It usually uses um, wolfbane plant that happens to have the title wolf in it. Then there's surgically, and then there's by exorcism. Let's take a step back. That was, you brushed over that too casually. Surgically? Surgically. Surgically. Okay, let's explain. Like, like um, by striking the person on their forehead or scalp with a knife, you'll cure them. They'll die, but they're cured. I guess, like, killing somebody would definitely stop them from turning into anything. Yeah. And piercing the werewolf's hand with a nail. Right. Like a silver bullet doesn't do it? Hmm. No. I mean, now it does, but these are back then. Back then, this was the way. A silver knife didn't do it? No. No. Just a knife at the forehead. That's the surgery. You just... It sounds more like murder, but okay. Yeah, that's like the test of um, a witch or whatever, that they drown you and like, if you live, you're a witch. But if you die, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> oopsie, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess, what kind of crazy? It's like that. But let's be real. That's a legit test. <laughs> like, let's be real, man. <laughs> but you're also banking on witches not drowning. Yes. Because like, maybe you didn't prove anything. Like, she she does die, right? She's a witch. Yeah. She's a witch drowner. And then she, like, drowns. Are you, like, she's not a witch? Or is, like, well, we don't really know if witches can drown, but she would have used magic to stay alive. Maybe we would just had her too tied? Yes. Oh, that's a horrible test. Whatever. <laughs> what about this one, though? Like, how many If you people... can prove witches don't drown, then that's a legit test. But sure. if you get it wrong, you're just killing people. Yes. But there's no proof. There's no way they were like, we've checked this out. We know for sure that witches don't drown and werewolves can can survive being stabbed Man, in the forehead. Man, I am 100% sure that all the people accused of being werewolves were either black, some form of colored, Asian, or poor. What? And just yeah. like the witch, there were no male witches. They were all female witches. Hmm. It's a hundred percent wealthy white males who are accusing people of all this shit and getting them killed. Hmm. I feel like history has a consistency with this. <laughs> it's always the same thing happening. Yeah. Ah. So, that, oh my gosh, you solved it. How dare you? Oh, here's another peaceful way to cure a person with werewolfism. Werewolfism? I think that's what you'd call it. 
you address them by their Christian name three times. Right. And then they're cured. That's like the greatest cure ever. Yeah. And then there's a Danish belief that scolding a werewolf will cure it. You stupid werewolf. You're an idiot and you don't know what you're doing. You're always doing <laughs> things wrong. And then they'll just be like, I guess, I'm, no, my werewolfness. No. And then you're like, oh, thank you. You've stopped me from turning into a were Like you scared the werewolf away. Yes. And also changing religion to Christianity can also solve werewolfism. That sounds, again, <laughs> like some wealthy white guy, probably uh, in the church, yeah. came up with that solution. Yep. Like the Pope made that one up. The Pope, yeah. There's a prayer to St. Herbert that's both a cure for and a protection from becoming a werewolf. I don't know what that prayer is, but I'm sure it's not hard to look up. And, okay, before the end of the 19th century in Greek... Dead werewolves? Greek. Oh, Greece. In Greece, before the end of the 19th century, they believed that dead werewolves, if you didn't destroy them, would come back to life as in their wolf form and sneak into battlefields to drink the blood of the pe the dying soldiers. And that would, like, build them more strength? I don't know. That, they're just hungry Dead werewolves are hungry for blood. Okay, okay. So the theory here is your human side is dead, but now you're permanently a werewolf. Yes. And you only crave blood. So it's like Jack, Dr. Jackal and Mr. Hyde or something, but like they... It's rather than two minds, one body, it's two bodies, one vessel. Yeah. So you are literally just two different things, but only one... It's like one life source powering two beings. Only one of them could be out at a time. And if you killed a human, that doesn't mean you killed a wolf, but you can theoretically kill the wolf without killing the human. So hmm. if you kill the human, but don't kill the wolf, the human the wolf. still, I mean, the wolf is still going on. Unless you destroy the body. Unless you destroy the body so the wolf doesn't use the energy source, because the human can't. You killed the human. Yeah. But the wolf is still there. Yeah. I find it strange, though, that the wolf is drinking blood. <laughs> it's to recover. Like, were they seeing wolves in the battlefield drinking blood? That's, you gotta question the shit out of that, right? Like, that's yes. kind of scary. My other thing is, like, maybe there was missing blood in the battlefield, and they need an explanation of why is there so much blood missing? I don't know. But I think adrenochrome has something to do with this. But adrenochrome is everything. It's everything. It's part of everything. Yeah. It makes sense. This is just people blaming it on werewolves. Meanwhile, there was some guy whose job was, the, this guy's, he's on the battlefield. He just got stabbed many times. And uh, he's slowly dying. I'm going to run over there, dressed like one of the soldiers from his side, while he's horrified. And I'm just going to slash his neck and grab his blood in a bowl. Yes. And uh, just run away. Or dress up. As a wolf, like, put it on a wolf's fur or something, and that's why they're thinking, like, there's a werewolf on the field. It's like, but Johnny's dead. Don't matter about the werewolf. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. the werewolf is just collecting. It's just a guy huddled over, yeah. looking like a werewolf, collecting blood. Collecting blood, yes. Or uh, why wouldn't they think vampire? Why would they think werewolf? That's why I'm wondering. Like, that's why I think it's a person Interesting. In yeah, it would have to be. Because then it would be, if it was just a regular person stealing blood, they would notice, maybe. I don't know. But 
Interesting, interesting. Because, yeah, like, what led to the idea, right? There's, yeah. There has to be just blood missing. There has to be the real root of it. There's just, like, there should be way more blood. Shit's clear. And then they notice, you know, wolves and shit, and it's really just a group of people hoarding all the blood and taking it to the Pope, I guess, who makes up stories about how to cure werewolfery, which makes sense, because then you see wolves going to the Pope, and you're like, those were werewolves, but they leave as men. Because they're cured. Because they're cured, but it's just guys with suits, and they look half wolf, half human. They they go to the Pope with an offering, quote, offering, unquote. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Pope is like, yeah, you're cured, but we don't see that part. You see a man who looks like the man part of that werewolf. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, shit, the Pope cured him. Yes. Meanwhile, the Pope just sent them out to go get blood. blood. Because the Pope needs to live forever. Yep. What? What if that's what's going on? Also, in parts of Germany, Poland, and North France, I guess they also have this same problem where blood is disappearing everywhere because people who died in mortal sin came back to life as blood-drinking wolves. These zombie wolves. They're just drinking human. It's not a zombie wolf. That's a vampire wolf. The undead wolves. The the vampire wolves? What? Vampire wolves? Yeah, it's a vampire wolf. These vampire wolves. Yep. In the daytime, they would turn back to their human dead body. But at night, they were drinking some blood as wolves. So they would just die again in the day. Yeah. Interesting. Until you, I guess, burn the body or whatever. It really just is. That there are wolves and people sharing a single body. Yeah. Or not body, but a life source. Life source. Yeah. It could be. And so the body's dead for the human, so he can no longer use the life source, but the life source isn't dead. If this were to be true, this is a particularly interesting argument in favor of energy existing despite the body. Like, life is independent of the body. There is something we're grabbing onto. Just like the mind captures consciousness like an antenna. Yeah. A body is also an antenna that captures a life force. But there could be two life forces, I mean two bodies, attached to one life force. And they would just look like they're one body, but they're not. Because they're swapping back and forth. Yeah. That's interesting. And only one of them can exist at a time. A wolf or a human or whatever living in one body, but the whole, but the whole thing of the drinking blood thing, and I don't know. It just reminds me of Dracula and how he could turn into a wolf, but he wasn't a werewolf. He was just a vampire who could yeah. turn into wolves. It could also be that it could just be vampires framing werewolves or the vampires that just they they can transform into anything pretty much if they want to be a wolf. They're going to turn into a wolf. There's no werewolves. It's so just werewolves vampires. have never been a thing. So what you're telling me is shapeshifters above shapeshifters, all else. Shapeshifters, yes. Shapeshifters who drink blood. That's what's happening. Blood drinking shapeshifters. Are there creatures like that? Well, vampires. Well, va- yeah. And the chupacabra. The chupacabra. Oh, which is... A shapeshifter. Shapeshifter who drinks blood. Who drinks <laughs> blood and usually takes the form of... I'm not really sure. A type oh, of dog. A type of dog. Oh. Hello. I think we got something. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy shit. 
were people in the past seeing the chupacabra before the myth of the chupacabra came to be and they thought they were seeing what were they multiple wolves that they were seeing on the field was there packs of chupacabras or was it this one just one i don't know because all these stories feel like it's just one it doesn't feel like a packs were made or anything it feels like just one singular Whoa. Wolf. You think it might be just one thing that's traveling all these different places? I don't think it's traveling. I think there's more than one. But not in huge numbers either. Yeah, maybe it's like Bigfoot. Ah, okay. Like you'll see one Bigfoot here, one Bigfoot there, but in like million Bigfoots. There's no tribe of Bigfoots we found. Yeah. But that's interesting. So they're probably encountering the Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. And not even knowing, they just thought werewolf because of their ideas at the time. Yeah. Chupacabra is a pretty modern idea. Yeah. And a vampire's been around forever, too, so. Chupacabra, vampire, is the same, maybe. What if the original interpretation of a chupacabra is no different than the original interpretation of a werewolf, minus the human aspect? Because some of these wolves seem to just be like a special kind of wolf, rather than a person who's a wolf. A special kind of wolf? Yeah, like just some creature. Mm-hmm. Some of what you listed there was just like a weird creature or something. Okay. What if that's the case? Maybe the human form is also just part of the transformation. Like it could be a wolf that can transform into human? Like there was never a human. There was never a wolf. Both forms are part of the fact that it could shapeshift. Yeah. It's a anomalous thing that could look like a human. Yes. Does anybody know a guy? Was there a story of, yes, I saw a man before he was a werewolf, and then I saw him, and later he was a werewolf? Or was it like, that's a random motherfucker who's a werewolf? Huh. Because if it's a random motherfucker who's a werewolf, maybe that guy doesn't exist. Maybe that's a creature that just turned into something that looks like a human. Oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe. I don't know. What? Interesting. Shape-shifting into human-looking beings. (laughs) Okay. And then from humans, changing back to wolves-looking things. Yeah. They just had preferred things. The vampire who turns into a wolf, that's not an actual wolf. It just looks like a wolf. Exactly. And somebody who sees a vampire turn into a wolf, what does a vampire look like? A fucking person. Yeah, but they maybe they were never born as a person, though. They just have that exactly. form. Exactly, and then they could also become a bat. Yeah. They just do whatever the fuck they want. They could turn into anything. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Werewolves might just be chupacabras, and chupacabras we already established were some sort of deity type of thing. Like, at bare minimum, a demigod or an alien. Yes. That's requ- that requires adrenaline-filled blood to survive. Mm-hmm. The battlefield is a perfect location. Because you don't have to kill anything. They're all scared. They're and they're all, all dying. scared and they're mm-hmm. all dying. You just go to somebody already hurt and dying and it's an easy grab. Mm-hmm. What? That's probably Interesting. It. That is fascinating. The possibility that werewolves were never werewolves, but just a chupacabra or a shape. Because the chupacabra, this weird other, like we're just giving it names. It's just a shapeshifter. It's I think a that's shapeshifter. The best way to call yes, it. it's a shapeshifter that requires adrenaline 
filled blood to survive. We don't know if it's an alien. We don't know if it's a demigod or a deity or something. Yeah. But we know that it is a shapeshifter. That much we have for sure. As fascinating as that is, we are running low on time. Oh, boo. So we're going to have to close this off. But if you guys are interested in things of this nature... We have many episodes about weird creatures. We are drowning in those. Go I'm check out sure weird creatures. Pretty sure we've talked about vampires and ghosts and, and demons and demons. zombies. Yeah. And did I say vampires? Vampires. Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> yeah. There's, we go all over the place. And ghosts. Yep. This is just the first time we've gotten into werewolves. In detail. We've discussed werewolves before, but never like touched on it really. We yeah. just like brushed over trying to get to other things. But this is fascinating. The possibility that the chupacabra is a werewolf and the werewolf is a chupacabra and that a vampire turning into a werewolf is just a chupacabra and that people who are allegedly werewolves are just a chupacabra that turned into a human-looking thing, and that even the term chupacabra at this point is just a label for something that is just a shapeshifter. Shapeshifter is the best yes. description. And we don't quite know what this shapeshifter that we title as a chupacabra is. It might be a demigod. It might be an alien. And many options. Yes. What? But we gotta find this out. This yes. is fascinating. Anyways, mm -hmm. if you guys are interested, again, there's many, many episodes. And to find those episodes, you can find them on the official website at greatthoughts.info, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere pretty much you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Convo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe and rate the show. Leave us a star, two stars, three stars, four stars, five stars. Break the system. Do six, seven, eight, nine, or ten. Don't care. Whatever you really think we deserve. We're not over here begging for it. We just... Recognition. That's it. Make sure you let people who are strolling through know. And if you feel so inclined, you can review it as well. Yes. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, the power of word of mouth is word of mouthy. So go ahead and mm -hmm. word or mouth these words. Go ahead and mouth these words. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. And then people are going to want to listen or be like, screw you. I don't even know what a podcast is. Which is what? probably uh -huh. like a giant portion of people. <laughs> or they've heard about and never heard like really heard a podcast this could be their first podcast introduce people to podcasts with this show maybe yeah. maybe that's how this this goes introduce people change their life yeah if this is their first show and you know a bunch of weirdos that like weird things yeah, show them the show mm -hmm. this has been the just conversation podcast take nothing personal and thanks for listening bye, bye. Then we get fucking evil twin brother part two bullshit yep. where fucking John Cena shows up as Dom's He's brother. stronger and smarter and better. So because he had to be. Because, yes, the villain's like explaining how he's like the better him and were, whatever. And now you, you gotta kill him. You were always second, so you had to be better always. And you grew up with resentment, and now you're here to kill him. Cause... Like the whole speech of <laughs> explaining his motives. Wow, yeah. thanks. Okay. Only bad guys do that. <laughs>
Yeah. Only bad guys do that. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.